Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'll Be Back podcast. Uh, this week, we have a very fun guest. Uh, I've got the pleasure of meeting her in person. Uh, we've emailed back and forth, Twittered back and forth. And uh, of course, I forgot to actually how to pronounce your last name, so I apologize. But it is Katie Colbridge Genzelli. Yep, you got that right. <laughs> yes, that is, uh, I usually do actually make sure I do that. And obviously, I did not today. Um, so, Katie, thanks for joining us. Obviously, you... Um, you went to Temple. You now work at Temple. Uh, I met you a couple months ago at one of the uh, Temple Takeover events. Uh, to start off the show, I always like to uh, find out how you ended up at Temple as a student and obviously your job there now as well. Yeah, so um, like you said, I mean, I went to Temple. Um, I grew up a Temple fan. Um, I'm a third generation Temple employee. So um, my grandfather, my uncles, and my dad have all worked um, within main campus. Uh, my dad retired after 42 years during COVID. So I had to give him a shout out, a shout out to my dad, Bill. Um, but he really made me a Temple fan. Um, growing up, when I was getting into sports, he would take me to the football games, uh, the basketball games when Dawn Staley was there. So I made a lot of really cool memories that way. Um, and Temple was the only school I wanted to go to um, when I was, I didn't really want to look at any other schools. It was like Temple or, or nothing. And just being on campus, it's just the environment has been unbelievable. I mean, even from being a student to now being an employee, just how different the university and the campus has changed. I mean, it is so unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate. I worked in athletics uh, my entire time as a student, uh, worked with, uh, you know, I was a member of the Cherry Crusade, um, got my way into marketing as an intern, worked for the football team um, in recruiting, kind of made my way back into like the marketing and social media, like right when Twitter kind of like blew up. Um, and then, I was a full-time intern um, with the athletic department as an administrator, and they uh, they called me right after I graduated and said, hey, we have this job at Temple Basketball. Um, you could also go to graduate school, and I was like, sign me up, um, and I kind of made my way up the ranks, and it's been a really great time. That's awesome, and I, I like how you said, you know, just campus in general. Uh, I had a chance to go down to campus uh, last week, um, and you're right. I mean, I graduated 2013. And there's just so much different stuff. They're always doing construction. The new library looks awesome. Lee, of course, walk is looking great. Um, they're, they're just always adding buildings. Um, I think I saw a thing the other day. They're, they're adding another apartment building like right off of Broad Street. So it is, uh, it's ever-changing and for the best to make the student environment um, just better. So it, is, it has been fun to watch that as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it, it just keeps growing. Um, you know, it's amazing, especially for our athletic department. You know, things are changing, things are happening, and um, it's really cool to be a part of it, too. And you said you started out in basketball, I guess, was that in 2016? Yep, I uh, worked for both the men's and women's basketball programs. So I got to work with uh, Coach Dumphy, uh, Coach McKee, uh, Coach Cardoza on the women's side. Um, I was pretty much an assistant for both those teams, you know, whatever they needed during the day, um, making sure, you know, answering those phone calls, you know, connecting with our managers, graduate assistants. Um, it was a really cool experience, especially, you know, the difference between working at football versus basketball, just like the different dynamics, um, working, you know, with a smaller group of individuals. But I definitely learned a lot from those coaches. Um, um, you know, Fran, I'm, all, I'm still connected with him. Um, he's been like a great mentor to me. Um, so anytime he calls me, it's 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 really cool. And, and it's nice to keep in 
touch with everyone, um, you know, over the years and and making those memories too. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like everybody who Fran has ever been in contact with, he still reaches out to them and he just seems like that kind of guy. Um, so even though he's moved on to LaSalle, it does, it's nice to see that he still obviously supports all the people and friends he made with at Temple. So, um, what is your, uh, current job title? So right now I'm the marketing coordinator uh, for on-campus initiatives. It's a pretty long title, but basically I oversee all of the marketing aspects for campus. So making sure that all of our students know about when all of our teams are playing, um, faculty and staff outreach, making sure that, you know, they're included, you know, um, just kind of creating that buzz. Um, but I also oversee the uh, the game presentation for the men's soccer program. And then um, we also work with uh, the game presentation for the football and men's and women's basketball team. So well, there's a lot going on. Um, I kind of, I have a great job. I mean, we get to come up with the theme days, the giveaways, kind of making that excitement, especially for um, Temple fans in general. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like you have, uh, between all the different sports teams that you help out with, you got a lot on your plate. Um, is there anyone that you think, like, of the sports that you mainly work with, is any, would you say, harder or easier than the other one, or is it all just kind of the same difficultiness? I mean, I think with working in the sports industry, you know, winning always helps. Um, I think finding ways of being creative, um, you know, to get the fans into the stands, um, I was really big on the uh, the whiteout game during the Houston, um, you know, beating them and having that sellout crowd. I mean, when I was a student, that was one thing that I always remembered. I it was something I was always looking forward to. So um, being able to create moments like that is is really unique, um, especially since, you know, that game, the buzz was there. I mean, no one would have thought that we were going to be the number one team in the country. I mean, you had 99% of the people voting against us and you have that 1% that's always believing in us. So being able to just like prove people wrong that, you know, our fans can create an environment like that. And, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the game and, and just like that weekend, just seeing the fans tweeting out saying like, you know, we can build that environment, you know, the student athletes, they work so hard, um, you know, not only on and off, like on the court, but also off the court, um, you know, with their academics. So being able to see that kind of in general and, and seeing the fans really interacting was was really something unique. Um, and it's funny that like people don't always remember that we lost that game. So that's like, <laughs> cool. like they're like, yeah, like the environment was amazing. Like having a sold out game, being able to like tell that story is really cool. But um, yeah, I mean, there are times that it, it is stressful, you know, we have a lot going on on campus. Um, the crossover season from football to basketball, um, you know, this was my first year, you know, getting used to that. And, you know, there's some nights that, you know, you, you get done a game at like 11 o'clock and you get home, you can't fall asleep. And the next day, you know, you have to go back to work and kind of do it all over again. But to me, you know, seeing the excitement that our student athletes have and being able to be a part of that, you know, it's really rewarding. I am actually coincidentally wearing that whiteout shirt 
t-shirt right now <laughs> that was not planned um but when you the second you said it, i'm like oh hey i'm wearing that shirt um that was an awesome environment uh kudos to you and the marketing team for that it, it was a shame that we lost the the home game here but yeah you know beating uh houston uh the number one team when we did the way we did um it was you know a buzz you said that word and it, it created a buzz at temple athletics i think we can get back to having that all season long for you know multiple sports and i know you are uh, obviously trying to to do that that is your goal uh, to help market the teams, market to the students, market to the the staff on Temple's campus. Um, I actually was just reading yesterday, and you might know this better than me. I think it looks like for football this upcoming season, season there is a type of game, like a theme almost every game, whether it's the um, homecoming game. I think the Miami game was like a Dan Klecko something game. Like it seems like there's a lot going on. I, uh, you Anything in particular you helped out with this uh, upcoming season and games going like that? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot coming um, in the next couple of weeks that I can't really like share, but mm -hmm. um, people are going to be really excited. Um, we have something that's going to be rolling out that I think is pretty, pretty unique and different. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, we get to come up with the different giveaways that we have. Um, I know, like, I think the first game, we're going to bring back those, um, the cherry and white pom-poms, you know, that was something that I always loved, you know, going to the games when I was younger, seeing that, um, and then also like just seeing that in the crowd, you know, we kind of got a taste of that during the Houston game. So being able to bring that back for football is so unique. Um, you know, you mentioned the Joe Klecko. Um, we're going to have a really cool, um, you know, honoring him and, you know, just kind of the giveaways that we're, we're planning. I mean, they're really cool. I think fans are really going to like what we have going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at the schedule, we have a Friday night game um, that, you know, like everyone should already know, you know, wear your cherry on Fridays, cherry on Fridays. Um, so we're going to probably like spin something along those lines. But yeah, it's really cool. Like looking at the schedule, you know, home openers that Labor Day weekend, you know, we kind of brought that back. Um, and then like going into that, we have the Miami game. I mean, that's a, a really big buzz around here. Um, homecoming and family weekend against UTSA, who's a, who's a great team joining, you know, the conference, but, um, I'm really excited for just seeing people in the parking lots, the tailgating, you know, we, I feel like we got like a really good taste for it last year, especially with the homecoming game against Rutgers. So I think like rebuilding that, getting the fans to come out, you know, kind of having them reinvest in us. Um, and, you know, we listened to the fans. I mean, that was, that's one thing that I really strive, you know, to to make us better at is listening what our fans want because I remember what I wanted as you know a student or just you know a fan that just graduated so I want to be able to give people the opportunity to let me know like hey this is what we did in the past could we incorporate that into this season so I think that's something that people are going to you know realize oh we're watching and you know we're listening to to what people want. Yeah, you actually uh, just the other day, uh, Katie had a tweet out there just kind of just asking that for that fan perspective. Hey, what are some things at football games you want to see this upcoming season? And just going through the replies, I know there's actually a lot of people who I know listen to the show. They are responding to you. So 
I appreciate that as a fan. And I know a lot of our listeners appreciate that you reaching out saying, Hey, what can we do a little bit better? Try to make the the game day atmosphere better for everybody. Um, Cause you know, it, it's gotta be tough. I mean, I, I love temple athletics um, and I was, you know, I graduated during the, the prime Matt rule eras. You were probably a student still then when we were selling out against Penn state, selling out with Notre Dame, having game day. And we know that's not realistically going to happen every time. But it's cool to try to do our best still every game to get, you know, the butts in the seats and make it a, a good environment for everybody there. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. It's, you know, I was thinking about, you know, in the past, like how unique our, like, I feel like our game days are. And for some reason to me, it kind of feels like this is the start of like the Matt Rule era all over again. I don't know if you felt like this, but, you know, looking back at his record, I mean, like he started out, you know, as the head coach two and 10 and that next year six and six, you know, being able to be bowl eligible. And then, you know, everything you talked about with like the Penn State Notre Dame, that was actually my senior year. So I'm like, if anyone <laughs> had a senior year like that, like that was, you know, a dream. So, you know, it's, it's things like that, that I think, we need to like bring back. And I feel that coach Drayton and his staff, I mean, they are unbelievable. Um, the team, I mean, they're really building, you know, this, you know, it's a temple family. Like you're not a friend. I mean, I, I got to listen to some of the media day that he was doing today. Um, but he really put in perspective that it's like, you know, you took the first year. I feel like you never, you should never judge a coach on that first year, especially with the transfer portal and, and everything that's kind of going on. So I think this year is going to be really great. I mean, we have a lot of competition, even like our away schedule. I mean, it we have like a really packed schedule, but I love looking at, you know, the the media polls, what people think we're going to be at. And I'm like, all right, let's let's prove people wrong. I, th I think that's what, you know, that's what Temple is. I mean, that's that Temple toughness. It's like, okay, you don't need to be on our side. We're good. Like we can, we can build up and, you know, we can play to the best of our abilities. Yeah. And you mentioned, uh, you know, today was uh, the AAC media day. Stan had some really good quotes. Um, I think I did chuckle at he ended it with saying go owls. And then he specified temple owls because now there's multiple owls in the conference. Um, but the, you you also mentioned his uh, friends versus family quote saying, you know, if you're on this team, you're family. You got to be all bought in. And he's really bought that. You're, you made the Matt Rule comparison first, second year. You know, Stan goes three and nine, Matt goes two and 10 this year. I think six and six is very doable for this team. And because of the culture that Stan's really brought with that family mentality, that temple toughness, um, it's been really fun, I think, to see him uh, just bring that all back and really wants players to embrace temple. Um, I mean, you you probably see Stan more than the average person. Uh, what What can you tell us about him? Yeah, I mean, he's he's great. I mean, he was very different than you know our past coaching staff which you know I've had a lot of you know connections with um but he kind of like brought in this like new like breath of fresh air um you know especially like in the beginning I mean he was everywhere I mean having a coach that you know will show up to like events that you might not think of like if it's you know charity events that we're hosting um you know we're seeing him going to other teams, you know, events. I mean, his two daughters are gymnasts and, you know, he would bring his family to the gymnastics meets. I mean, that's the thing. Like you have a coach that's invested like that. I mean, I, I mean, he's supporting the entire department. So that was something really cool and unique for me to see. Um, because I think when a lot of people think of like, you know, college coaches, like head coaches, like, 
you think that they're kind of in their own bubble. They're worried about, you know, how their team is doing and, you know, it's all football, but um, for him, like he is the type of person that will talk to anyone, anyone who stops him, like he will, you know, find the connection, you know, talk to them. Um, and I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's very humbled. He's, he's so kind. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really nice to like see him around and, you know, he, he's always joking with the other coaches and that's kind of like, I think that's what you need with an athletic department, especially, you know, looking at Temple, those top three revenue generating sports, I mean, basketball, football, I mean, those three coaches, I mean, I love all of our coaches, but like when you put all three of those people in the same room, I mean, the energy, it's just there. So I think um, people are really going to be excited, you know, especially him, um, Coach Fisher and um, Coach Diane, she's, they're all, they're all amazing people. And I'm glad you brought up, you know, Stan going to other events. Um, I met Adam Fisher this year at the spring football game. I mean, for him to show up to that, I thought that was a big deal. And I, I think, you know, Stan was that same way last year in his first year, showing up to things like that, where, like you said, unexpected to see him. Um, I actually traveled down last year to the Duke game and met his wife and daughters there. I mean, it was, you know, that for them to show up and just be so friendly right away off the bat, uh, things like that. I mean, I have no complaints about Stan as a person and as a coach. I, I think he's really great for this team and program. Um, so I, I, it's funny to hear you also kind of just confirm all of those things because obviously, like I said, you see him more probably than most people. Um, but my my perspective is the same thing. Um, now going into this season, um, do you you know you might not get the chance to ask him, but is Stan's expectations slightly higher as well? I think so. I think that's everyone's kind of like the expectation. I mean, you know, like I kind of said, I mean, like we've heard from the fans. I mean, you know, last year, you know, it, it's like I said, I mean, you shouldn't look at, you know, how the season was. Um, I think the team, you know, especially if you have a lot of transfers coming in, if you have, you know, kids that you're, you're trying to recruit, I mean, like, look at EJ Warner. I mean, just seeing him as a freshman, you know, kind of going in doing his thing. I I mean, I think even though it wasn't like a winning season, like we weren't winning games. I mean, like we were showing that we are competitive. I mean, even just like the homecoming game against Rutgers. I mean, like we were, you know, making sure that like they weren't scoring and, um, you know, we really held it to them. I think a lot of people were surprised by that. Um, I mean, looking into this season, I mean, they're putting in the work, you know, we're seeing them on social media. Um, they're having a lot of fun with it. I think that's the thing. It's not just all work. I think it's, you know, they're having fun. They're building that team culture. You know, like I said, I mean, they're, they're trying to be a family and I think that's what you need to be because you have to make sure that you're building each other up and, um, you know, just hearing him say that, hearing like some of the players that are saying it, I mean, it's really cool. Um, you know, last year, um, you know, it was, a, it was a bummer. It really was. I mean, you know, with working at, in athletics and also being a fan, like you have those two hats going on, but um, I think the fans are going to be really surprised at what they're going to see, you know, on the field. Um, you know, if you don't have your tickets already, here's my little shameless plug, September 2nd against Akron, uh, Labor Day weekend, but, you know, it's, it's great also like to bring the family out too. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you compare, you know, Temple football to like the Eagles. I mean, yeah, like I would die to have, you know, the link sold out like how it was. And I think that we can do that. Um, you know, even homecoming last year, just seeing everyone coming back um, and, you know, filling up that lower bowl and like um, 
you know, I want people to be able to, you know, think of coming to more games than just, you know, the home opener or just coming for a homecoming. So it's, I think it's going to be really exciting. I know that, you know, with us in, in the tailgating, you know, we have some things that we are changing, um, especially for students. That's kind of like my baby right now. Um, you know, making that environment for students to come. I mean, compared to, you know, pre-COVID, I mean, these kids, I mean, I, I, it, it breaks my heart when, when I hear them saying, oh, well, like I, I had to, you know, finish high school on Zoom or I didn't get to go to the football, you know, the football season for my high school. So giving them an environment like this is what college, you know, football should feel like, um, you know, re, re like looking at everything. So like reevaluating what we're doing for the student tailgate, looking at, you know, what can we provide, you know, seeing what you know, they want. I mean, I rely a lot on our interns. I mean, we have some amazing interns that are coming up with ideas. We have interns that are student athletes too. I always ask, you know, their opinions, you know, what do you want to see? Because, you know, we're in a new world, a new generation, you know, they want different things. So it's like, we have to adapt to it too. No, that's, I'm glad you brought up uh, a couple of things. First, you mentioned kind of like last year, the Rutgers game. Uh, obviously, the outcome was not what we all wanted. But I think that was kind of like that moment where it's like, hey, maybe next year, this is a game that we do win. Like, you know, everybody has that year of experience. Stan has another year. EJ gets another year. So hopefully this year it is that, uh, you know, way. Um, and yeah, obviously, you guys had a huge uphill battle coming in, you know, after COVID um, and a couple of down seasons. So for you guys to try to bring back the students, bring back the fans, um, it is really nice to see all the work and effort you guys are putting in promoting ticket sales. I mean, you said shameless plug, plug away. I mean, uh, I'll, I'm, I think at this point, most of our listeners, if they live within, uh, you know, the area, I know one, one in Milwaukee and one in Detroit who listen, they might not be making it to every game. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think most of our listeners do try to go. Actually, you might be able to answer this. I had one uh, friend message me today asking if he still bought season tickets this week, would he be able to go to the, I guess this season ticket holder event is in two weeks or three weeks. He, he wasn't sure if he got them in time to go to the season ticket holder event. So, you know, things like that, people are always wondering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, if you want to buy a season ticket, I will make sure that you get into that, to that event. I will, I will gladly, you know, meet <laughs> you at the door, walk you in VIP treatment. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, those kind of events are really cool. Um, you know, last year I got to really help with that. Um, but also just like connecting with the fans too. I mean, especially for like our football players, because it's like, they're on the field, you know, there's not a lot of access. So being able to have like, a preseason kind of celebration, getting to know, you know, those diehard fans, um, even the ones that aren't able to make it. I mean, I know a lot of people with vacations and, you know, going away and, you know, school's about to start, you know, with kids and everything, it's hard, but um, we try and make a lot of opportunities for um, our fans to come out. I mean, tomorrow we're going to Reading Terminal Market, um, you know, that's always one of my my favorite events, you know, seeing the the athletes, you know, scooping the ice cream, you know, working the counters and everything, um, really showing that temple spirit. Then we have um, the temple night at the Phillies coming up, um, which is really cool. Um, getting those autographs from, you know, those players. I know that um, a lot of love was shared with the, uh, the basketball team when they were just at the Phillies game, you know, a couple of weeks back. But yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, we really want to really hyping up, you know, that fan engagement. So yes, if anyone wants to buy season tickets, you know, you are, you are more than welcome to be invited to, to the party. 
Um, I'm glad you brought up the, the Phillies night because last year I did go to that. That was a lot of fun. I highly recommend anybody who is a Temple fan to go to that. Um, last year I had a great time with that. Got to talk to a couple of players, a couple of coaches even. Um, that was really, really fun. So definitely recommend that. Um, I've shockingly never been to one of the uh, the season ticket holder events for football, but I've had season tickets for football for I mean, if you include my years at Temple, 14 years. Um, so I, I think this year I am actually going to show up to that. That is my goal. Um, I usually end up like down the shore or something. I don't know why. But this year I, I'm very excited to try to make it to that too. Because everything I've heard, again, it's it's a fun event. You get to talk, you know, honor kind of the players before the season and um, show out and show them some love. So, and you, you did mention it does look like the team's having a lot of fun this year. So I'm I'm excited to see that in person as well. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, the season ticket holder party, I mean, what you can expect. I mean, we have great food, um, you know, the music, uh, you know, Stella is usually there. So you get to get pictures with her. Um, everyone's favorite Al Hooter is there. Um, you know, sometimes I'm just running around trying to, you know, get him to, to calm down a bit. But <laughs> um, yeah, and then getting to hear from, you know, Stan, um, hearing from Arthur Johnson, um, just kind of like that environment. But it's also cool for our staff because we don't always get the opportunity to see fans, um, sometimes not even like the student athletes. So be able to be in that environment where you're mixing and you're mingling, you know, you're you're meeting people, hearing the stories. I mean, that's something that I always loved because um, it's like everyone has a story of how, you know, they got connected with Temple. Um, so hearing that and like even seeing people that I went to school with that, you know, um, they're getting married, they're having kids, they're bringing their kids around. So it's like, like they're building that legacy. Um, you know, for me, it was like, I feel like I'm a legacy. So it's just like really cool to see that next generation. And it's like, okay, they're getting a taste of it now. Like, I can't wait to see what that would even look like, you know, when they're in school. And I have to ask this question because you're, you're in charge of a lot of the, you know, the game day stuff, the changes and something the fans have been begging to happen. And it is finally happening, happening this year. We're moving back to the other side of the field. Do you want to take full credit for that? Or, you know, who should I thank? Because I know that was a big deal for a couple seasons. I mean, it's something, I mean, I'll take partial credit for <laughs> um, because I did see a lot of people talking about it. Um, you know, like I said, we're always, we're listening. You know, if people have any, not complaints, but, you know, recommendations, how we can make things better. I mean, that was a, a topic of discussion for, for a while now. And, you know, including that, I think we included that in like our season ticket holder, like kind of like feedback form. Um, you know, a lot of people, when they call in about their tickets, you know, they're always like asking about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something definitely, especially I think like with the TV, you know, like yeah. when you the game on TV. Now you'll be able to see, you know, all the fans who people don't think that, you know, oh, no one's at the games. It's like, trust me, there are people that are. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, we've been hearing a lot of really great responses from our fans saying like, you know, oh my God, I'm so happy. I know the first couple of games people are going to be, you know, really hot. Hopefully, you know, the weather isn't how it is now. Um, but you know, there's always opportunities, you know, to move around, to go inside. I know the club level seats, you know, you can go inside, you know, have a drink, eat some crab fries, you know, kind of cool off a bit. But yeah, that was something that, you know, what the fans want. It's like, okay, let's, let's try it out. Let's see what we can do. And, you know, luckily we're able to do that. 
Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned the the first couple of games people be sweating. Um, I remember, you know, when we switched to the side that we were on the last two, three seasons, uh, you know, it'd be early September and you're in the shade. And I'm like, oh, this is really nice. And then it'd be October. And I'm like, man, it's probably like 75 degrees over on the other side. And it's only like 65 on this side. I wouldn't mind being over there now. So obviously both sides have their their plus and minuses. Um, but I do know that the TV was also a big deal. And you mentioned that. And it would be nice to kind of see on ESPN Plus we'll have some some crowds at the games. You know, they like you said, they were always there. The camera angle just wasn't always showing them. So <laughs> Yeah, and, and what's funny, a cool story that I have when I was a student, so the Cherry Crusade, you know, they're the ones painted up and everything. So um, one year, a bunch of my friends, um, you know, we wanted to paint up. And of course, I'm like, yeah, let me put Temple on one arm, Tough on the other. It's going to look really cool. You know, especially I think we had the flex cam at that time. So, you know, sitting in the first couple of rows, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on TV. It's going to be great. Um, not realizing how hot it was probably going to be, um, not realizing the sun beating down on me. Um, I'm very fair skinned, very <laughs> Irish. So um, the sunburn that night after washing it off, it's like I had a tattoo of Temple Top. <laughs> you know, I look back on the photos and I'm like, oh my God, like, what was I thinking? But um, it's something cool. I'm like, yeah, I was really tough, you know, through that game. I don't know if we won or not, but hopefully we won if I was, you know, sitting sweating and and, you know, getting burnt. You were just worried about the aloe lotion to put on your arms after the game, I'm sure. So <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I really do bleed cherry and white, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've talked about football. I'm super excited for the season. Um, what have you experienced so far with Adam Fisher since he's come along? And, you know, what can you talk about those guys so far? Yeah, I mean, Adam Fisher, I mean, if you haven't met him already, I mean, he is something else I mean so much energy he's really excited um you know being that he's you know a local guy you know from Bucks County um you know that kind of connection that he has you know growing up you know the temple name you know John Cheney and everything um and just seeing his like perspective of you know I want to be here um you know he's been at some amazing places he's coached under you know legendary coaches but just seeing his personality and how much he really does love the Philly area I mean he's also bringing back people that you know have the temple ties which like I was so excited about I mean at the temple takeover I know he was joking about, you know, you're not going to believe what coach I'm bringing in or, you know, you're going to recognize the one person's name. Um, I was really lucky that he did tell me who it was, that it was Khalif Wyatt coming back. And I was so excited. I mean, he was somebody that, you know, he was like one of the star players when I was a student. So um, what was cool about like also working um, in the basketball department, making those kind of relationships with those players, like, you know, you're seeing them, they're graduating, you know, they always come back, which I thought was really cool. And to hear Adam constantly say, like, I want our alumni to come back. I want you to feel comfortable. Like, this is a brotherhood. We're going to keep it going. And also for like the new players coming in, like they need to be bought in with that too. So um, just hearing him say that, and, you know, it's also great that we took him from Penn state. Um, <laughs> you know, so it, it, that's kind of something else we have, but um, you know, his entire, like um, his coaching staff, I mean, Jimmy Polizzi, he was a manager when I worked for basketball. So I got to know him. I saw like how much time and effort he put in with being a manager and, being around that basketball program. So I was so excited when I saw that he was getting hired um, and his other staff that he's bringing in. I mean, they are so friendly. They're so nice. Um, 
And like, we get to see them a lot. I mean, Chris Clark, I mean, he is somebody that, you know, I always respected. Um, He was always someone that, you know, he's a little bit of a goofball, but then like when he gets into the coaching, like he's really serious. So, and that's something that a lot of the players really gravitate towards too. So seeing the alumni, you know, reacting to, you know, the hires and hearing the press conference and everything, it's it's really cool. So um, I think, you know, he's got a lot to prove. Um, I think that's something, I mean, just seeing like, you know, the offers he he puts out, you know, the recruits that, you know, they're looking at, um, but even just like the team in general, like watching, you know, the summer workouts, seeing like the amount of time that they're putting in, um, I think that's really special. So I'm really excited to see, you know, what they do. Um, basketball this season, I mean, with the big five, I'm so happy that, you know, we're really going back with that history. Um, that's something that, I think a lot of people kind of like lost focus on. Um, I know that especially last year with the games um, at the Palestra, I was there. Um, So seeing that, like, you know, what our fans are reacting, like, you know, I don't think students understand what the big five is and we're making sure that we're going to be pushing that. Um, We have some plans with that tournament. Um, You know, it's a little confusing how that tournament is. I'm not going to lie. Definitely was thinking that it was something else, but, <laughs> um, but it's really cool. I mean, we're really going to, you know, make it big. We're going to make sure everyone knows like, Hey, Temple is Philly school. I mean, that's, you know, you, you can't say anything else about that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the big five. I think, you know, there, there were people who were nervous about the changes. I think it'll be exciting and try to try to bring in some new, new blood and new life to that, you know, the big five that it is. Um, so I think that'll be fun. And, you know, after a year or two work the kinks out, everybody will be on board with it. Um, yeah. Adam Fisher has been, I, I think he, you know, you mentioned how Stan was when he first came in, Adam kind of doing the same thing. Uh, especially Stan, I remember he bought back a lot of the former players for football and Adam seems to be kind of doing that same thing. Come back, come back to campus, come be part of this family that is Temple basketball. Um, and not that Aaron McKee didn't say he he didn't not allow people back, but it's just, it seems like Adam's really embracing it. Um, I actually had Bobby Jordan on my show last week and he was a great guy to talk to. Uh, again, a lot of energy, super nice. Um, so I, I agree. You said, you know, the whole staff that Adam's brought in and Khalif Wyatt, yeah. When I was there, Khalif was the guy. I mean, he was awesome, and I'm super excited for Khalif to come back to to Temple and see what he can do and contribute to the staff as well. Yeah, definitely. I think also looking at the um, the TBT tournament that they just had. I mean, my Twitter was all about you know the the broad. I think they were the Broad Street Birds. Yes. Um, the big five team and just like seeing those guys I mean they're so far removed from you know graduating and some of them playing professionally some of them like still got it I mean just to hear those names again like you know Q Rose and you know Alani Moore I mean it was really cool and then it was also cool to see uh Khalif you know coaching the big five team and wearing Mm -hmm. the temple apparel it's like yes I was like, this is really cool. I, I saw the picture of him in the, I think he put it on Instagram and I was like, oh crap, I can't believe he wore the the Temple shirt to coach the big five team. So much respect for that. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the the Broad Street Birds. I have a confession. When I saw that team name, I ha- my first thought was that's such a better name for a podcast for Temple Sports. Like, why didn't I think of that three and a half years ago? But obviously now I can't. Um, but that was like my first thought, I was like, dang, that's such a better name than what I came up with. Well, I really... Uh, missed an opportunity there but it is what it is <laughs> we'll say their their uniforms were really cool I mean I tweeted at them I was like geez if you, if you find an extra just laying around like 
I would be, I would love to wear it. It was really cool what they did. I actually sent that to somebody who was a, a big Temple fan um, and involved with athletics. And I said, these uh, these jerseys are actually very nice. So I don't know if we want to come up with a, a Temple jersey that says something along the lines of Broad Street or North Broad on them. Maybe you can whisper that in somebody's ear in athletics as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, what's really cool with like Twitter, a lot of people will send me like DMs on different things like we need more Nike apparel or, you know, we need like updated like basketball jerseys. So if anyone has any like recommendations like that, you know, I can't make any promises, but, you know, we want to be able to listen to the fans I mean a lot of the apparel that we do get you know I'm very fortunate as you know a staff member we get some really cool apparel so um I mean they're definitely it's cool with the bookstore what they do so um you know if you come to the season ticket holder party you can buy some merch um at the games you know find them on the concourse um or come back to campus I mean like I said a lot is changing um the bookstore is just they have so much inventory, um, really cool stuff. So a lot of trendy things. So I can't wait to see what people's like game day fits are going to be. Yeah. So I did stop in the bookstore last week. And the first thing you see, it is a display of about 45 Nike temple hoodies. And I know that was a complaint for a lot of people was there wasn't enough Nike stuff. So um, it seems like they have heard the complaints. And that was like you walk in and it was just a giant table of all Nike hoodies. So I was very, very impressed and very pleased because, I, you know, not that I only am somebody who has complained about it, but I've heard the complaints as well. So I was like, all right, they're they're working on it. They're getting there. So it was very nice to see. <laughs> um, now, I will say still lacking football and basketball jerseys but you know well baby steps we'll get there right <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I definitely know I mean like the uh the football ones I really want to get one of them um I know I had people asking me you know how can I buy it um you know not just the bookstore rally house I mean I know coach Fisher that was one of his first things in that in that interview um they have a great selection but yeah I mean I've definitely heard about the basketball jerseys you know getting some more football so uh we'll see I mean like I said, we're listening. Um, you know, I'm talking to my bosses about it, seeing, you know, what we can do, um, especially for our fans. Um, and I did want to get to this because you said you started in 2016, correct? Yeah. So you've, you've been through some changes at Temple as well. So the athletic director in 2016 was Pat Kraft. Did he yes. hire you? So Pat... Um Yep. Pat was okay. my, yeah, he was, um, you know, kind of that whole staff that I was able, you know, when I first got hired, um, when I was at basketball, uh, he was there when I was, I was a full-time intern, um, you know, my, my senior year. So, um, I got to know him, um, worked at basketball for probably about like two and a half years, um, was promoted to be Pat Kraft's assistant, um, at the time, um, you know, there were some changes. Unfortunately, his um, assistant at the time passed away. So um, I filled in for her and, you know, kind of after some time went on, um, I really liked working for him, kind of learning more of the administrative side of college athletics. Um, it was very interesting just seeing how the dynamic was. Um, but yeah, I got to work for him, was very close with him and his family. So happy for him at Penn State right now. Um, I will say not rooting for him on game days, but, um, you know, he's making big things up there. Um, I know they have like renovations coming up with their stadium. So I can't wait till, you know, we play them again. I think it's like in 2026. I mean, it feels like it's forever from now. Um, 
but yeah, was with him for a while. Then um, when he left for Boston College, we kind of had that weird transition of, you know, Fran Dumphy, you know, went from being the basketball coach to being the interim AD. Um, I will say I was ecstatic when that happened. Um, I was like, yes, like I don't need to learn a new athletic. Yeah, director. you already know him. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know, you know, I like, I know how he works, you know, his schedule, you know, what he likes, what he doesn't like. Um, so it was really cool. I mean, it was hard, especially, you know, for him being that he was a basketball coach for, for all those years. And then he comes into this and, you know, not only being the athletic director, but during COVID, I mean, that was a, a strange time, especially in athletics. I mean, you know, where I remember like the day that, you know, they told us we all had to go home and yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. You know, I was all ready to watch our basketball team in the, in the basketball tournament, um, you know, seeing that we had to bring them home. Um, and then just going through this time of, of not knowing what was going on. I will say the season that um, the football season, like I was there when there were no fans, like I was one of the few people that were there. And I will say like, I don't know how it was like watching them on TV, but it was really weird that you could hear all the plays going on, you know, from, you know, the field and I'm up high, like in the club area. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is not like, I love football. <laughs> this is not, this seems like it's like a practice. Yeah. Or something. It's a different game but, there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was really cool, um, you know, working for him again. Um, you know, he is just a wealth of knowledge and, you know, highly respected. I mean, like, even the student athletes that weren't basketball players. I mean, they, you know, wanted to hear from him. I mean, a lot of people had him as, as a professor. So it was cool to see him in that um, administrative role. And then um, when we hired Arthur Johnson, I mean, he was somebody that, you know, when he came in, I mean, he really observed, you know, how the department was ran, um, you know, what was going on. Um, his always his first concern is, you know, the student athletes making sure that, you know, they're, you know, they have everything that they need. Um, you know, he really listens to them. Um, our, our student athletes, they have um, the SAC committee. So it's, you know, the student athlete advisory committee. Um, I think that's the acronym. Um, but yeah, like they have representatives from each team. So it's like, you know, we really listen to what their concerns are. Um, but just to see him, you know, he's a, you know, he came from Texas. I mean, it's a very different um, atmosphere, but just to see what he's done already, um, um, you know, even just when he first came in, I mean, I know the shift from, um, you know, Rod Carey, um, he really wanted to bring back the alumni. Um, and I think that was something that um, not it wasn't a missed oppor opportunity that we had. I think it was something that we really needed to rebuild that kind of like relationship and trust. So um, to see him looking at all the former letter winners, you know, inviting them back. Um, you know, when they were going through like the head coaching searches, you know, he really relied on them. Like, what kind of coach do we need? Um, what did you have like when you were an athlete? So um, he had a lot of great discussions with them. Um, so just to see kind of how that all played out. And, you know, his number one thing is, you know, bring the alumni back to campus. Um, I know, like we both said, I mean, campus has definitely changed. I mean, I hear stories of, oh, when I went to Temple, it was a commuter school. Like there was maybe one or two dorms on campus. And now it's like, you know, there's apartments, you know, being built and new things are happening. And um, I think that's something that a lot of alumni like really need to see. 
Um, you don't, you, you don't get to see it on a game day. I mean, even just going for, for a basketball game, like you don't have the horse anymore. Like that was always a go-to. Um, but like, I know that there's, there's new things that are coming. I know that, um, I think that they are putting in a new restaurant where the, the horse was. So being able to see that, but also like the opportunities that athletics can put on for a basketball game, whether it's like a pregame happy hour, um, you know, having different like specials, um, our alumni um, association, having those tailgates for uh, football games. I mean, it's something that it's a really cool experience, a really cool vibe um, for alumni to come back. So um, I always like tell people, you know, if I meet someone that, you know, even at like a restaurant and they see that I'm wearing something temple, you know, it's either, oh, I went to temple, my my son went to temple. So, you know, just having that conversation, it's like come back to a game. I mean, you know, uh, tickets are, you know, are a great price. You know, you can bring the family, you can have fun um, and like, you know, bring back those memories, you know, that people had when they were students. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned, you know, just wearing it out. I was, you know, on the Ocean City Boardwalk last week. I had a Temple shirt on and, you know, three people walked by and said, go Owls. And that was that. It's like, you know, people recognize it and uh, it is a, you know, it can be a conversation thing. And I hope, you know, those people are also, you know, coming back to campus, coming back and checking out the games and checking out the new buildings, the new library, the new this, that, the other. So um, it is, it's definitely you know, once you get people on campus and then they, it's like they, they see one game and then it's like, all right, maybe I'll come back to the next one and the next one. Cause it is such a fun time and you have a great time, whether it's a football game, the basketball game. Um, and they are affordable prices, which definitely helps as well. Yeah. And I will also say, I mean, I know like a lot of people talk about football and basketball. I mean, our Olympic sports, I think a lot of people don't realize we have free admission for all fans. Um, that's something that's really unique. You don't see that at a lot of other institutions. So um, I always tell people, I mean, I, I've recently talked to a lot of parents um, for like the new incoming class coming in, you know, telling them, hey, like if, if you're coming to visit your student, if there's a men's soccer game going on, you know, just walk right in uh, the gymnastics team, you know, if they're having a meet like cheer them on I know coming up like I think in September uh the the women's volleyball team they're playing Penn State I mean that's going to be a huge game too so um what I always tell people like you know there's always something going on on campus um you know we have incredible student athletes you know they're they're working so so hard you know on and off the court so you know, there's something, you know, if you're on Broad Street and, and you see the lights on, you might as well stop in. Um, but it, it's really cool that, you know, we also tell like the student athletes, like support your fellow student athlete, make sure you're going to their games, like you're seeing them all the time. Um, you know, they're, they're also your biggest advocates too. They know what, what you're putting in. So it's cool, you know, going to a football games, seeing, you know, the student athletes, you know, in, in the student section, but then also seeing that like, a women's soccer game, the amount of student athletes are, that are coming out. I'm like, this is a really cool thing. Um, you know, it really is bringing that family in the athletic department together too. Well, Katie, you are a part of that family. We appreciate all that you do. I appreciate you coming on this show and talking about all that you do. I will give you 30 seconds. Go shameless plug season tickets for everything you can right now. Go. Yeah, so uh, tickets are as low as $20. Um, you know, give us a call 215-204-8499 or owlsticks.com. Um, I'm on Twitter all the time at Katie Colbridge. 
get in my DMs, tweet back at me. I want to hear things, um, you know, what you want to see. Um, we can make things happen. Um, I will say I'm glad I wasn't the only person that missed that owl screech. I really thought I was the only one. So I was really happy to see people saying, oh, we need to bring that back. So we'll see what happens. We have some really cool things in store, but I can't wait to see everyone on September 2nd. You know, let's let's pack the link. Katie, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks for all you do. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And as always, I'll be back. Mm -hmm.